Hi guys, and welcome back from another episode for another episode of Warrior Cats the series. I'm your host Sharpstar. We will be reading chapter 19. Um, yeah, let's get started. Okay, let's get started. Chapter 19. In the following days, Fireheart struggled against the urge to visit his sister. His yearning to be with his kitty pet can was beginning to make him feel uncomfortable. He kept himself busy hunting in the snowy forests, replenishing the camp store. He had he, he had had a successful hunt this afternoon, returning to camp with two mice and a chipinch. As the sun dipped behind the trees, he buried the mice in the snow store and took the chivinch for his own supper. As he finished his meal, he noticed white storm padding toward him. I want you to take Sample out on a dawn patrol. The great white warrior meowed. Shadow Clan has been scented as close as the owl tree. Shadow Clan? Fireheart echoed in alarm. Perhaps Tigerclaw was really really had found evidence of an invasion after all. I was planning to take Brackenpaw out again tomorrow. Isn't Graystripe better now? asked Whitestorm. He can take Brackenpaw. Of course, thought Fireheart, and perhaps training his apprentice would keep Graystripe away from Silverstream for once, but that meant he would have to go on a patrol with Sandpaw. And Fireheart couldn't help thinking of the furious look that Sandpaw had given him when he had interrupted her fight with the River Clan warrior beside the gorge. Just me and Sandpaw, he asked. Whitestorm looked at him in surprise. Sandpaw is almost a warrior, and you can take care of yourself, he replied. Whitestorm had misunderstood Fireheart's con- concern. He was afraid of being attacked by enemy cats. He was afraid Sandpaw hated him so much, as much as Dustpaw did. But Fireheart didn't c- correct him. Does Sandpaw know? You can tell her, meowed Whitestorm. Fireheart ears ears twitched. He didn't like. He didn't think Sandpaw would be too thrilled by the idea idea of patrolling with him. But he didn't argue. Whitestorm nodded briefly and bounded away toward the warrior's den. Fireheart sighed and padded over to where Sandpaw was sitting with the other apprentices. Sandpaw. Fireheart shifted uneasily. Whitestorm wants you to. T- t- wants you to patrol with me at the dawn at dawn tomorrow he waited for a resentful hiss but sandpaw merely looked up at him and meowed fine even dustpaw looked surprised oh okay echoed fireheart taken aback meet meet you at sunrise then sunrise agreed sandpaw Fireheart decided to share the good news about Sam Paul's lack of hostility with Graystripe. It might be a chance for him, for them to start t- talking to each other again. Graystripe was sharing tongues with Running Wing by the clump of nettles. Hi, Fireheart. Running Wing meowed as Run- Fireheart approached. Hi. Fireheart looked expectantly at Graystripe, but Graystripe had turned his head away and was staring at the boundary wall. Fireheart's heart sank. He dropped his head and turned back turned back toward his nest. He couldn't wait to be out on a patrol tomorrow and away from the camp. The sky glowed pale as pink above Fireheart's head as he pushed his way out of the den the next morning. Sam Paul was waiting for him outside the gorge tunnel. You're high, Fireheart meowed, feeling a bit awkward. Hi, Sam Paul. Hi, Sam Paul answered quietly. 
Fireheart sat down. Let's wait for the night patrol to get back, he suggested. They sat in silence until they heard the familiar rustle of bushes heralding the return of Whitestorm, Longtail, and Mousefur. Any sign of Shadow Clan? Fireheart asked. We definitely picked up some Shadow Clan since, answered Whitestorm grimly. It's a strange, it's strange, meowed Mousefur, frowning. It's always the same group since. Shadow Clan must be saying the same warriors each time. You two had been, you you two had better check out the River Clan border, suggested Whitestorm. We didn't get a chance to patrol there. Be careful, and remember, you don't want to start a fight. You're just looking for signs that they've been hunting on our t- our on our land again. Yes, Whitestorm. Yeah, Fireheart. Sam Paul nodded respectfully. Fireheart led the way. We'll start at Four Trees and work our way along the border to Tall Pines. He meowed as they climbed out of the the camp camp ravine. Sounds good," replied Sam Paul. "I've never seen Four Trees in the snow, in the snow." Fireheart listened for sarcasm in her voice, but she seemed to be sincere. They reached the top of the ravine. Which way now? Fireheart decided. To, Fireheart decided to test her. Do you think I know the? I don't know the way to Four Trees. Sam Paul protested. Fireheart began to re- regret acting like a mentor until he t- noticed a good humor gleam in her eyes. She charged away through the woods without another word, and Fireheart pelted after her. It felt good to be running through the woods with another cat again. He had to admit Sam Paul was fast. She was still two fox lengths ahead when she'd leaped over the trunk of a fallen tree and disappeared. Fireheart followed, taking the tree in a single bound. As he landed on the other side, something hit him from behind. He skidded in the snow, rolled over, and sprang to, sprang to his paws. Sam Paul faced him, her whiskers twitching. Surprise! Fireheart hissed playfully and leaped on her. He was impressed by Sampa's strength, but he had a, he had a, the advantage in size. We had finally held her down in the snow. She protested, "Get off, you great lump!" Okay, okay, meowed Fireheart, letting go of her. But you asked for it. Sampa sat up, her orange co- orange coat dusted with snow. You look like you've been caught in a snowstorm, she mewed. So do you. They both shook off the flakes of from their fur. Come on, Fireheart meowed. We'd better get a move on. They raced side by side as far as four trees by the time they reached the top of the slope that overlooked the valley. The sky was milky blue. Pale sunlight lit up the snowy hollow. The four bare oaks stood below them, glittering with frost. Sam Paul stared down, her eyes wide. Fireheart waited, touched touched by her enthusiasm, until she had ret- until she turned to leave. I didn't know the snow would make everything look so different. She mewed as they began to follow the river clan border toward the river. Fireheart nodded in agreement. Their pace was slower as they traveled in silence. As they traveled in silence along the line of the scent markers, alert for any f- fresh smells of River Clan this side of the border, Fireheart paused every few trees to leave a new Thunder Clan scent mark. Suddenly, Sam, pa- Sam Paul stopped dead. Fancy a little fresh kill, she r- whispered. Fireheart nodded. The apprentice dropped into a c- hunting crouch and pulled herself forward through the snows. Snow. One slow paused up after another. Fireheart followed her gaze and saw a young rabbit hopping underneath some brambles. 
With a quick hiss, Sandpaw pounced, diving into the brambles and pinning the rabbit down with a strong forepaw. The smooth movement, movement she pulled it pulled it toward her to finish it off. Fireheart bounded over. Great catch, Sandpaw. Sandpaw looked pleased. She dropped the warm, fresh kill to the ground. Share? Thanks. That's one of the best things about patrol, remarked Sandpaw between mouthfuls. What? Fireheart asked. You can eat what you catch instead of having to take it back for the clan. Sandpaw replied, I don't know how many hunting missions I've nearly starved on. Fireheart purred with amusement. They set off once more, skirting the sunning rocks to follow the trail of the woods again, close to the river clan border. As they reached the top of the bracken-covered slope above the river, Fireheart sent a silent prayer to Starkland that they would, wouldn't find Graystripe here. Look, meowed Sandpaw suddenly, her body stiffened with excitement. The river, it's frozen. Fireheart's heart, Fireheart's heart lurched as he remembered Cinderpaw saying the exact same words before Graystripe's accident. We're not going down to look, he meowed firmly. We don't have to. You can see it from here. Let's get back and tell the clan. Why? Fireheart couldn't understand what Sandpaw's excitement Sandpaw's excitement. A patrol of warriors could cross the river now, Sandpaw meowed. We can invade RiverClan's territory and steal back some of the prey they've taken from us. Fireheart felt cold chill rippled of the fur on his spine. What would Graystripe think about that? And could, and could Fireheart bring himself to go into battle against the starving RiverClan? Sandpaw circled him impatiently. Are you coming? Yes, replied Fireheart heavily. He leaped after Sandpaw as he raced the off into the woods, back to camp. Sandpaw tore through the gorse tunnel, just ahead of Fireheart. Terryclaw glanced up as he skid to a halt in the clearing. Fireheart heard a noise behind him. Graystripe was padding through the camp entrance with Brackenpaw. A call sounded from below the high rock. Fireheart, Sandpaw, how was your patrol? Fireheart felt a flood of relief when he saw Bluestar looking like her normal self, sitting with her chin high and her tail tucked over her frozen paws. Sandpaw bounded over to the high rock. The river is frozen, she burst out. We could cross it easily right now. Bluestar gazed thoughtfully at the apprentice. Fireheart flinched when he saw the ThunderClan leader's eyes gleam. Thank you, Sandpaw, she mewed. Fireheart leaned over and murmured to Sam- into Sandpaw's ear, Come on, let's tell the others. He guessed that Bluestar would want to discuss the frozen river with her senior warriors. Sandpaw glanced at him, understanding, and followed him back to the c- center of the clearing. This has been such a great day, she meowed. Fireheart just nodded and glanced anxiously at Graystripe. You two look like you had fun. Dustpaw had emerged from the apprentice's den. Drowned another river clan cat? She, he sneered at Fireheart. Dustpaw looked at Sandpaw expectantly. Fireheart guessed he was waiting for her to agree with him, like she used to. But Sandpaw wasn't listening. Fireheart felt a small prickle of satisfaction at the irritated look on Dustpaw's face. As he meowed breathlessly, we found out that the river is frozen. I think Blue Star is playing a raid on River Clan. At that moment, their leader's call sounded from the high rock, and the clan began to gather in the clearing. The sun had reached its high point, which in Leaf Bear meant it was barely above the treetops. 
St. Paul and Dust Paul must have brought good news. The river is frozen over, Booster announced. We will take this opportunity to raid on a river clan's hunting grounds to send the message that we must stop. they must stop stealing our prey. Our warriors will track down one of their patrols and give them a warning, and they'll remember for a long time. That they'll remember for, for a long time. Fireheart winced as he remembered what Silverstream had told him about her starving clan around him. The other cats raised their voices in eager yells. Fireheart had not heard... Sorry. Fireheart winced as he remembered what Silver Silverstream had told him about her starving clan around him. The other cats raised their voice in eager yells. Fireheart had not heard the clan this excited for many moons. Tigerclaw, Blue Star meowed above the den. Our warriors, are our warriors fit enough for a raid on River Clan? Tigerclaw nodded. Excellent. Blue Star lifted her tail. Then we shall leave at sunset. The clan will yell with delight. Fireheart's paws prickled. Was Blue Star going to? Surely she wouldn't risk her last life on a border raid. Fireheart looked over his shoulder at Graystripe. He was staring up at the high rock, the tip of his tail twitching nervously. As the yells died away, Graystripe called out, It feels warmer today. A thaw would make the ice too dangerous to cross. Fireheart held his breath as the other cats turned to look look curiously at Graystripe. Tigerclaw stared down at Graystripe, his amber eyes puzzled. You're not usually reluctant, reluctant to fight the darker warriors, meowed slowly. Darkstripe craned his neck and added, Yes, Graystripe, you're not afraid of those River Clan flea bags, are you? Graystripe fidgeted uncomfortably as the clan waited for an answer. Looks like he's scared, hissed Dustpaw from Sandpaw's side. Fireheart's tail flicked angrily, but he managed to keep his voice light as he called, Yes, of getting his paws wet. Graystripe's fallen through the ice once the sleep bear. He's not keen to do it again. The tension in the clan dissolved into amused purrs. Graystripe looked down at the ground, his ears flat. Only Tigerclaw kept his suspicion frown. Suspicious frown. Blue Star waited until the murmurings that had died away. I must discuss this raid with my senior warriors. She leaped down from the high rock, landing so lightly that it was hard to believe that she had been fighting for her life, lives just days ago. Tigerclaw, White, Whitestorm, and Willowpout followed her into her den, and the rest of the clan broke away into groups to discuss the propose pro, pro, pro to attack. I suppose you'll expect me to thank you for embarrassing me. Fireheart heard Graystripe angry hiss in her, his ear. Not at all, he snapped. But you could have at least been grateful. I'm still recovering, still covering up for her, for you. He bounded away to the edge of the clearing, his fur br- bristling with fury. Sam Paul ran over to him. It's about time we showed these those River Clan cats that they can't hunt in our territory whenever they like. She meowed, her eyes shining. Yes, I suppose so. Fireheart an- answered absently. He couldn't take his o- eyes off Graystripe. Was he imagining it, or was the Grey Warrior edging farther and farther toward the nursery? Was Graystripe planning on slipping away to warn Silverstream? 
Fireheart got slowly to his paws and began to pad toward the nursery. Graystripe glared at Fireheart as he approached, but before either warrior could speak, Blue Sir's call sounded once from the high rock. Fireheart stopped. Where was he? Where was? Where he was, but didn't take his eyes eyes off Graystripe. Well, Apollo agrees with young Graystripe. Blue Star declared, "A thaw is on the way." Graystripe lifted his chin and flashed a defiant look at Fireheart, but Fireheart didn't care. Blue Star was going to call off the raid. Now Graystripe wouldn't have to choose between his clan and Silverstream, and Fireheart wouldn't have to join a raiding raiding party against the clan he was already suffering. That he he knew was already suffering. But Blue Star hadn't finished, so we'll attack at once. Fireheart glanced sideways at sideways. Graystripe's look of triumph had turned to sheer horror. Blue Star continued, We will leave a patrol of warriors here to guard the camp. We have to remember the possible threats from Shadow Clan. Five warriors will make the raid. I will remain here. Good, thought Fireheart. She wasn't planning to risk her final life after all. Tigerclaw will lead the raiding party. Darkstripe, Willapel, and Longtail will go with him. That leaves one more place. Can I go? Fireheart burst out. Even through his heart felt heavy at the thought of attacking hungry Riverclan cats. It meant that Graystripe wouldn't have to make a choice. Thank you, Fireheart. You may join the patrol. Bluestar was clearly pleased by her former princess's eagerness. Tigerclaw didn't look so happy. He, he narrowed his eyes at Fireheart, gazing at him with undistinguished suspicion. There's no time to lose, Bluestar yelled. I can smell the warm winds myself. Tigerclaw will br- brief you as you travel. Go now. Darkstripe, Longtail, and Willow Pelt. Uh, sped after Tigerclaw. Fireheart followed them as they thundered through the gorse tunnel and headed up the ravine toward Riverclan territory. They charged past hunting rocks and reached the enemy border at the lows, as the low leaf bare sun began to dip toward four trees. Fireheart sniffed the air. Graystripe and Willapoe had been right. He could smell the warmer winds and rain clouds were already pushing in over the treetops. As they raced down the slope toward the river, Fireheart felt a deep sense of disquiet. Silverstream's desperate story rang in his ears, and he fought to push away his feelings of sympathy. The ThunderClan warriors emerged from the bracken and skidded to a a halt at the edge of the river. The sight that greeted them made Fireheart weak with relief. The shining sheet of ice that Fireheart Fireheart had seen earlier, with Sandpaw had broken up into a rushing flow of cold black water. And that is the end of chapter 19. We'll take a quick break and we'll read chapter 20. Bye. Hi everyone and welcome back from um, the break. We will be reading chapter 20. Tigerclaw turned to his warriors, his pale eyes flashing with frustration. Well, we're, we'll have to wait, he snarled. The troll turned and began to trudge home. Fireheart set, s- sent up a wordless prayer of thanks to Starkland, but there was a bitter taste in his throat. Now he would never know if he could have gone through with the raid. It was only Graystripe. It wasn't only Graystripe he didn't trust. He, de- he didn't even trust himself. 
Fireheart kept silent all the, all the way home. Every now and then, he saw Tigerclaw flash a glance at him, at him over his massive brown shoulder. It was a slow journey. The light of the short leaf bare day was fading when, when they fi- finally reached the top of the ravine. <coughs> Fireheart, wait. Excuse me. <coughs> Fireheart waited for an, for the other warriors to pick up and pick their way down first. By the time he padded through the gorse tunnel, Tigerclaw was already explained to his to the disappointed clan that the river the, that the river had thawed. Fireheart skirted the edge of the clearing looking for a gray stripe. He d- he needed to know if his friend had slipped out of the camp. Instinctively, he headed for the nursery. As he approached the tangle of massive brambles, he heard a familiar meow. Fireheart. Fireheart felt a glimmer of hope. Perhaps Graystripe was actually grateful he had offered to take the final place of the, in the raiding party. He followed his friend's voice into the shadows behind the nursery. Fireheart mewed quietly into the gloom, but he couldn't see Graystripe anywhere. Suddenly, something crashed into his side with a mighty thump. Fireheart spun around, all his senses alert. He saw Graystripe with his ankles raised, silhouetted in the dimness. Graystripe lunged again. Fireheart ducked just in time as Graystripe swung a wide paw at his ear. What are you doing? Fireheart spluttered. Graystripe flattened his ears and hissed. You don't trust me. You thought I would betray Thunderclan. He aimed another swipe. This one caught the tip of his ear. Fireheart's ear. Pain and fury shot through him. I just wanted to save you from having to make a choice, he spat. Although it's true that I'm not sure whether your loyalty lie, loyalties lie right now. Graystripe flew at him and knocked him backwards. The two cats tussled claws and sheathed. I make my own choices, Graystripe snarled. Fireheart struggled free and leaped onto Graystripe's back. I was trying to protect you. I don't need protecting. Blinding by anger, blinded by anger, Fireheart dug his claws into Graystripe's pelt, and Graystripe slipped off, flipped Fireheart over. Together, they rolled out from behind the nursery. The two cats in the clearing sprang out of the, out of the way as the two young warriors bundled into them. Fireheart yelled with rage as Graystripe bit his foreleg. He thrust upward with a claw and raked Graystripe's above, Graystripe above his eye. Graystripe retaliated by lunging downward and sinking his teeth into Fireheart's hind leg. Stop this at once. Graystripe, Blue Star's stern yell made Fireheart and Graystripe freeze. Fireheart released his grip on Graystripe and shuffled painfully sideways. Graystripe backed away, his fur bristling out of the corner of his eyes. Fireheart saw Graystripe sneering with barely suppressed delight. Click curling his lip back to reveal his teeth. Fireheart, I want you to see I want to see you in my den now. Blue Star Blue Star growled, her blue eyes flashing fire. Graystripe, go to your nest and stay where you are. The rest of the clan melted away into the shadows. Fireheart limped after Blue Star to her den. He kept his eyes fixed on the ground, feeling worn out and confused. Blue Star sat down on the sandy floor and stared at Fireheart in disbelief, in disbelief for a moment. Then she mewed angrily. What What was that all about? 
Fireheart shook his head, as furious as he was. He could not reveal his friend's secret. Lucera closed her eyes and took a deep breath. I realize feelings are running high in the camp right now, but I never expected to see you and Graystripe fighting. Are you hurt? Fireheart could feel his ear and hind legs stinging, but he shrugged, shrugged and murmured, no. Are you going to tell me what this is about? Fireheart met her met her gaze as steadily as he could. Blue Star, I'm sorry, I can't explain. At least that much is true, he thought. Very well, meow Blue Star at last. You two can sort it out on your own. The clan is f facing difficult time, and I won't tolerate this sort of infighting. Do you understand? Yes, Blue Star. Fireheart answered, may I go? Blue Star nodded, and Fireheart turned and slunk out of her den. He knew he had let let his old mentor down, but there was no way he could confide in her. Her last time he'd done that about Ravenpaw's accusation, accusation against Tiger Claw. She hadn't believed him, and if she had believed him this time, he would be betraying his best friend. Feeling sick with worry, Fireheart crept across the clearing and slipped inside the warrior's den. He settled into his nest beside Graystripe and curled himself into a tight ball. He lay there, unmoving, aware of Graystripe's tense body beside him, his, until sleep finally overcame him. Fireheart woke early the next morning. The sun hasn't ha hadn't risen yet, and the clearing was empty. As he padded across to Yellowfang's den, he wanted to see Cinderpaw. Yellowfang was asleep, curling up beside Brindleface's sick kits. They squirmed quietly in their nests, their eyes closed. Yellowfang was snoring loudly. Fireheart didn't want to wake her, so he crept over to Cinderpaw's nest and peered in. The little gray cat was asleep, too. The blood had been washed from her fur, and Fire Fireheart wondered whether she had cleaned it herself or whether Yellowfang had washed it off. Fireheart crouched beside Cinderpaw and watched her breathe. There was, some there was something calming about the way her sides rose. Her sides rose and fell. She seemed more peaceful than when she had, when he had last visited. He stayed with her until dawn, light filtering through the ferns, and he heard the clan be beginning to stir. Fireheart got to his paws. He leaned into Cinderpaw's nest and touched her side softly with her with his nose. As he turned to leave, Yelfing stretched her and opened her eyes. Fireheart. I came to see Cinderpaw, he whispered. She's doing well, meowed Yellowfang, pushing herself up. Yellowfang's eyes, Fireheart's eyes cloud with relief. Thank you, Yellowfang. When he had reached the clearing, Tigerclaw was addressing a group of warriors and apprentices. He spotted Fireheart straight away. Nice of, nice of you to show up, he growled. Graystripe's just joining us too. He's been having a, he's been having a word with Bluestar. Fireheart glanced at his friend, but Graystripe was staring at the ground. The other warriors watched in silence as Fireheart hurried over and sat down beside Sandpaw. During this thaw, the woods will, will, will be alive with prey. Tireclaw meowed. They'll be hungry after sheltering in their burrows. They will be a, this will be a good chance to catch as much as we can. But there was... But there's still fresh kill in the snow store. Dustpaw mewed. It'll be crow food soon, Tigerclaw told him. We need to take every opportunity to hunt. As if as Leaf Bear goes on, the prey will start to disappear, and what stays around will be too thin. The warriors nodded in agreement. Longtail, 
Tiger Claw turned his eyes on the pale tabby warrior. I want you to organize the hunting parties, Longtail nodded, and Tiger Claw got up and padded toward Blue Star's den. As Fireheart watched him disappear through the luncheon, he couldn't help wondering if the leader and his deputy would discuss his fight with Great Stripe. Longtail's voice summoned him away from his thoughts. Fireheart, you and Sam Paul can join Mousefur. Graystripe can hunt with Whitestorm and Brackenpaw. It's probably best if you don't put you two in the same group. Amused purrs rippled through the, gra- the group, but Fireheart narrowed his eyes angrily. He, com- he comforted himself by studying the neck he had left in the pale tabby's ear when Longtail had ta- taunted him on his first day of camp. Good fight last night, Mousefur rasped rasp beh- beside him, her eyes gleaming with mischief. It almost made up for missing out on a battle. Fireheart scowled at, at, as the spell added, yeah, nice moose. Fireheart for Fireheart for a kitty pet. Fireheart gritted his teeth and looked at the ground, sheathing and unsheathing his claws. The two groups left the, left the camp together as the hunters f- filed up the trail out of the ravine. Fireheart looked at the sky. The rain clouds had been rolling rolling in last night and had covered the sun, and the snow under her paw was turning to slush. Mousefur had led Sam Paul forward through tall pines. I'll make Sam Paul come Sam Paul with me. I'll take Sam Paul with me. The brown warrior told Fireheart he can you can hunt alone. Meet us back at the camp at Sun High. Fireheart couldn't help feeling relieved at the thought of being alone. He stalked away through the trees, still hardly able to believe that he he and Graystripe had fought so bitterly. Fireheart Fireheart felt lost and alone, without his old friend. Though he barely recognized him anymore, he wondered if they would ever be friends again. It wasn't until his, he felt the softness of leaves beneath his paws that Fireheart realized he'd wandered all the way to the oak woods back, that backed onto the two-legged place. Instantly, he thought of Princess and wondered if his paws had carried him to, to her two-legged nest for a reason. <coughs> Fireheart made, a straight, made straight for a fence and called softly down into the garden. Then he jumped down back jumped back into the woods and waited in the undergrowth for his sister to come looking. Excuse me. (coughs) Sorry. Um, He didn't have long to wait until a scrabbling noise on the fence and he smelled her distinctive scent. Fireheart was about to leap out to meet her when he smelled a second unfamiliar scent. The bracken rustled and Princess appeared. In her mouth, she carried a tiny white kit. As Fireheart pushed his way out to meet her, she mewed a warm greeting through the bundle of fur in her teeth. The kit was very small. Fireheart guessed it would not be weaned. It had not been. It would not be weaned for another moon. Princess cleared away some slush with her paw and laid it down gently on the leaves. Then she sat, sat down and wrapped her thick tail around it. Fireheart was overwhelmed with emotion. This was his own kin, kitty pet born like he had been. He walked quietly over to Princess, nuzzled nuzzled a greeting, then bent down and stuffed the kit. Smelled of warmth and milk, strange but somehow familiar. Fireheart gave it a tender lick on the head, and it mewed. 
opening its pink mouth to reveal tiny white teeth. Princess looked at Fireheart, her eyes shining. I've brought him for you. I've brought him for you, Fireheart, she meowed softly. I want you to take him back with you to your clan so that he can be your new apprentice. And that's the end of chapter 20. Um, sorry if I stuttered a lot. Um, my voice is tired. Um, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.